Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to take your business to the next level, because some of you may not know this, but we're in the middle of a shift in the tide. And I'm going to get into what exactly it is I mean, but it's not going to happen right away, but we need to prepare for it right away. Now, before I get started, I want to introduce my guest. Many of you already know him. If you're loyal to the show and regular listeners, Ronnie Mikkel is here with me co-hosting today, and if you guys don't know who Ronnie is, if you're new to the show, Ronnie is the owner of Notary Stars, which is an education and training website where he helps notaries get to the next level through, uh, through training and through mentorship. And he's also the owner of Unlimited Inc. Notary, which is a nationwide notary signing service and a regular contributor to the show. So Ronnie, welcome back to the show, man. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, and I'm I'm really excited about this topic change because, uh, you know, just to kick it off, owning a signing service is cool, right? But you guys want to own signing services too, or grow your <laughs> business. And I don't want to just uh, focus on training. So I love the topic that the the topic shift uh, that we're that we're heading toward this year. So I I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you. You're very welcome. Yeah, and 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 there is definitely a change that we're going to be having on the show and. Some of you who, who and I know because I heard from you guys, you sent me messages and emails. Thank you for the concern. I am okay. We haven't been doing shows for a while because Ronnie and I have been actually working on what we're going to be doing for the next year in terms of this show uh, because things are starting to change. Now, if you guys are uh, I remember early in my shows, I've been doing this show for about over two years now. And in the first half, maybe the first 10, 10 7, 10 episodes, I was predicting a downturn. And this is a time when we were really busy. It was still towards the end of COVID. And and I was letting you guys know it's time to prepare for a downshift, downturn in the market. Well, now it's the opposite, guys. Now I'm telling you to prepare for an increase in notary work, an increase in business. And that is, it takes a whole different way of preparing in terms of how you're going to become successful when it comes to this. But we'll get into that in just a minute. I do want to just make a quick comment for those of you who aren't, who are listening to the show after the fact, we are trying something brand new on this show. Uh, Ronnie and I, as part of what we're going to be doing this year, decided that we want to introduce and invite some people to be on the show with us, sort of a live audience, to give them an opportunity to ask questions at the end of the show. So today we have quite a bit of people who showed up. So we're very happy to have everybody here. Welcome. And about the last maybe 15, 20 minutes or so, we're going to open it up for questions. So if you guys do have questions about what we're talking about here today, be ready to raise your hand and ask those questions. Now, early in November, it was my wife's birthday. And to celebrate her birthday, I took her somewhere to Sedona, uh, somewhere in Arizona called Sedona. Has anybody heard of Sedona before? Show of hands. Yeah. So yeah, there you go, Dennis. Good, uh, Ronnie. Well, let me tell you guys something. If you haven't been to Sedona, oh my gosh! I mean, it is, it is I mean, just unbelievably beautiful, and we had a great time. But part of the reason why we went there is because I wanted to meet Ronnie, who who lives in Arizona, 
uh, and kind of just have this, this, you know, have dinner with him and, and sit down and talk. And I think we, we sat down and we talked for about three hours, I think, was it Ronnie? Something like that. Yeah. And, and it, by the way, it was cocktails of time was, uh, time, time moves around on me, but yeah, around that. We had a great time. And for those of you who don't know, Ronnie and I, we've been doing this show for a long time. We're business partners. We had never actually met in person. So it was a real treat to finally meet Ronnie in person. I didn't like that. He's a little taller than me, but aside from that, it was a great experience. Uh, and in that conversation, we talked about how things are shifting. So if, if you guys don't follow the markets, but the federal reserve recently in its minutes hinted that they're going to be lowering interest rates next year, about 0. Uh, 0.75, 0. 0.75 basis points. That's almost a percent that they're going to be uh, uh, dropping rates over a period of three different intervals. And that's just the beginning of what they're suspecting. Assuming inflation doesn't get out of control, which Based on what they're doing, I don't predict that's going to happen. So I do believe interest rates are going to go up. And this is something that they're predicting is going to happen over the course of several years. Now, if you look at the 10-year bond, which is usually an indicator of how rates typically are in the mortgage industry, right now the 10-year bond is at 4%. If that's any indication of what the market is telling us the rates could go down to, that means we could be going from 7% or so right now to maybe down to 4% over the next few years. Just think about that for a minute and think about what's going to happen to our industry when that happens. Abraham, I want to point out that it would only take a percent right now. Of course. People to start refining again. Of course. When that happens, there will be a, uh, a moment of people getting in queue to get their loans and refinances. From that moment on, it's going to be an uphill climb. Right. And you know, you and I have been through a downturn before, which is why we immediately shifted the podcast last year to, uh, or a little over a year ago, to hold your horses. We're going to make it through this. Right. It's not my first time at the rodeo. Neither was it Abraham's. Uh, Abraham was right. Uh, I had also, you know, predicted there this can't last forever. Those sorts of things. But now we're going to get back to that steady uphill climb for everybody that held on their bootstraps. And yep. it starts literally now. We are only, what, less than 15 days from the first of the year? Right. And January is historically slower. It's going to be slower. It doesn't matter if it's a refi boom or not. It's going to be slower because it's the beginning of the year. But the first quarter is going to go well. Then we have the second quarter where it's going to go even better. And then in the third quarter, we should be rocking and rolling. Um, right. So I'm excited about this, uh, but, but let's continue the conversation because I, I, I want to let people know that what we're trying to do tonight is get you prepared to plant your seeds now. Yes. Yes. Because here's the thing. When it comes to marketing, when it comes to exposing yourself to the, the potential clients you want to expose yourself to, by the time it gets busy, it's too late. Mm -hmm. Good marketing, good sales, getting someone to like and trust you to want to do business with you, particularly direct business, starts with building a relationship with those people. And that has to start now. And there's two reasons why. For one, a lot of notaries have left the industry. I get it. The other thing is a lot of notaries are still hunkering down. Now is the time to double down. If I was telling you to save if Ronnie was telling you to, to, to kind of figure out something else to do right now, now is not the time to do that anymore. 
Now is the time to double down on your marketing, double down on your on your on your prospecting. If you're going to be spending money on marketing, if you're doing Uber and and all this other stuff, now might be the time to say, okay, am I going to be doing notary seriously? Because there's going to be a real opportunity for many of you who maybe have been wanting to go full time. We might be coming towards that state in 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 our business. What do you think about that, Ronnie? You know, I have to say this, and I, I you know, I'm the truth bearer, and some people don't like that about me. Yeah. Uh, but, and I'm guilty of it too. The reason I'm the truth bearer is because I've done all the motions that most notary have done, where I rolled my eyes and said, you know, I don't want to get involved in this. I don't want to spend money on this, you know, uh, those sorts of things. And then I got tired of playing the game. I want to point this out at the downturn of the market. Okay. Unlimited ink. You guys have heard me say for, Years now, 200 clients, 300 clients. <clears throat> Abraham, uh, and I have to tell the backstory of this. Abraham sure. was the first notary that I ever hired on a national level outside of my local service area. I finally got a company say, hey, can you manage notaries out of state? I was like, sure. Never done that. <laughs> but I I said, yeah, I could do that. And Abraham was the first notary. I called him. I said, you got to make this happen. And luckily, I got a good one because it could have gone either way. They could have said, no, you're better local. Um, Abraham knocked it out of the park for me. Flash forward, you know, what, what is this? Eight, nine years later. Yeah. Something like that. Unlimited ink kept growing. Sometimes Abraham and I worked together because I had business area. Sometimes we didn't, but I think it was two years ago. We started this journey on this particular realm where, and I want, I want to explain this because it's really important is I saw Abraham coming up as a possible competition and, and you know got you got to call a spade a spade right i saw abraham up and coming wanting more from his notary business wanting and i thought this guy could own a sign service and he could do a damn good job so why not open my book of business and say why don't you bring your book of business we already have the package product let me show you how hard it is we showed him exactly how hard it <laughs> is a lot of work and we made him a sales rep because he already speaks the language for title and escrow. Well, there's a moral to this story. At the start of the downturn, we talked to you guys on a different podcast. It was all about save on cost and and you know how to make it through a downturn and how to diversify. And we got through the downturn, all of us. I mean, if you're here, you got through it. Or if you just got here, great time to start. Um, Abraham and my other account rep, we basically have two account reps and I'm kind of a Central America. Um, they started going to knocking on doors. And for, we went from 300, we brought over 100 clients into Unlimited Inc. this year. And for everyone that Abraham brought in to his additional book of business, those were his. Now, here's the caveat. Are they busy right now? No. But that brought our numbers up, Okay. To where during COVID, we were doing X amount of dollars. We're doing more than that now. And yes. it's a downturn for everybody else, but we're doing bigger numbers. That's where we learned this from. This whole last year has taught us to do that. Now, I said in the email, I'm not scared, but between you, me, and the lamp post, I'm actually scared for all these clients to get busy again because <laughs> I'm going to have to staff and be both staff and stay up a little bit later while we while we do these things. But we learn to plant the seeds early, get those clients ahead of time, because now it's coming. And Abraham predicted it before. I will endorse that. I was there. I saw it. I also did. And now that's why we're starting this journey tonight is because 
you got about four months, really. Not six months when the rates drop. You got about four months to get under and make friendly with a good escrow officer or five in your area or an attorney when things turn around and they need you. A lot of people think, oh, if I go there and they um, they don't have business for me, that's the end of the, the road. No, it's the beginning. I've had to wait and bide my time for plenty of clients. Now's the time to start walking through the door. Now, yeah, and, and let me be let me let me be very clear. That's if 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 getting direct business is what you're interested in right now. At this mm -hmm. point, though, it's going to be busy no matter what. If you want to continue doing work with signing companies, by all means, you know I know people prefer that because they prefer the flexibility and they prefer being local. Whereas there's more of a commitment if you're working directly with clients. But if working directly with clients is your ambition and you've you've been finding it difficult to really go out there and get that kind of business because it's been slow and what we were doing we're just talking i was just looking at, at our pipeline i mean every file we get now is like a seller and maybe a buyer but refinances have not been around for what a year and a half now ronnie it seems uh, i don't even know what they look like anymore it feels like and of course i'm being facetious travis, here. travis talks about this he's a little nervous for refis to come back because he he says we're gonna have to retrain the notaries on the right of rescission. Right. Um, yeah, I mean it's it we we don't see as many of them as we used to. So they're coming back. They're gonna come back. And and here's here's and here's the thing. It's I wish I wish it was more of a smooth ride in this industry because it's either up or it's down. And then either way, it's a problem if if you can't manage it well, right? particularly with what Ronnie's saying as a signing company. What ends up happening is when the downturn happens, a lot of notaries take off. Then when it gets busy again, we have a shortage of notaries for a while. And then the ones that are around are super busy and are super, you know, just you can't get enough of the phone calls. And so, but if getting direct business is your ambition, now is the opportunity. Okay. And we're going to talk about, and this is not going to be just one discussion because I think we're going to go beyond that. Uh, we're going to talk about direct business. We're going to, by the way, by show of hands, who wants, who's actually interested in direct business? Like that is what you want to do. Like that is what your goal is and your ambition is. Okay, a lot of you guys. That's really good. Yeah. All right. And I, and I think that's phenomenal, right? I, I think that is by far the next step if 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 loan signings is is what you've been doing. We're going to talk about that today uh, specifically. We are also going to dedicate a special episode on just direct business. And as Ronnie says, for the last year and a half, two years, I've been doing nothing but contacting direct clients to get signed up with the signing agency. And that's all I've been doing. And, and I mean, we, we've, I think I've done pretty well uh, with the help of Ronnie and doing that, especially in a downturn, right? But let me just give you guys a flavor of what we're going to talk about, because this is going to be a, a 12 month series on this topic. So we're going to discuss things like direct business. We're going to talk about general notary work. Is anybody interested in general notary work? Would you guys like to maybe get into that area of your business? Good. Good. Uh, maybe how to get more Google reviews. How many of you would like to get more five-star Google reviews? Is that something that would be pretty cool? It's not that hard, guys. I have over 100 uh, it, it just with my business, and, and it really helps out, right? Uh, and then more specifically, how to market, but not market where you're pushy and you're trying to sell something down someone's throat. Uh, who wants that? I hate that. I don't like being marketed that way. So why would you want to do it? Nobody likes that. So we're going to show you guys how to market the proper way. But today, we're going to get you guys set up to start thinking about what you need to do first if direct business is what you what you want to do so now that we know and we've explained why we think the market's going to pick up mainly because of interest rates in the federal reserve 
How do you position yourself now to be in the line of sight of direct business, direct clients who are going to need your services? So I'll go ahead and get started and then I'll have Ronnie chime in as well. Before you get yeah. started on that, I just go want ahead. to say one thing that I think is going to be so beneficial to everyone watching this, whether it's the replay or the podcast or everything. I learned this the hard way, okay? It's one thing to say things, but I want you guys to know I have learned this lesson in life with my last business. Everyone you meet on the way up, you will see on the way down. So as we help you grow your business, people ask me all the time, why are you so kind? Why do you do things for free? Because I'm going to tell you something. If I fall tonight, one of you guys are probably going to be the one to catch me. You want to, to create the bed that you can sleep in later. And as you get bigger, never forget where you came from. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, is yes, Ronnie Mickle, who owns the signing service, is telling you to go out and get direct business. I have lots of notaries on my team who work for my clients direct. Yeah. And then when they need a nationwide notary, they use unlimited ink. Right. You know, so <clears throat> I want you guys to understand that creating partnerships with signing services to fill in your calendar when you don't have that direct business is the ultimate goal. Yes. You want to never burn bridges because God forbid, and this happened to me once, I walked into one of my biggest clients making 15 grand a month. And I was like, what are these boxes for? And she's like, oh, I'm retiring. And I was like, <laughs> you didn't think about talking about this with me before? It, and she was like, you can have all the paper. <laughs> I got, my parting gift was a paper. I literally went from 15 grand a month guaranteed or more to there she went. Yeah. Out the door. She was retired. She, I was not a part of her retirement plan. Um, so as we teach you, just remember as you grow, never forget where you come from. Now we can go into those points. I just wanted to thought that was a perfect time to plug that in there. Yeah, and that's a good point, you know. And I and I don't know how many of you listening to, to the show live right now feel this way. And I did a I had a rant like on episode four or something about this, but I, I unfortunately I feel like there's this dichotomy between signing service companies and notaries. Like there's this sort of uh conflict, right? And in reality, there shouldn't be. I think Ronnie makes a good point. We uh, we service a lot of direct business because they need us for outside stuff. And then they have their own local notaries nearby. And it makes sense. I, I have to be honest. It's I a, hate signing services as a notary. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to work for them either. I, I own one. And the reason I owned one, I own one now is because I got tired of all the ones that screw me over. Mm. I got tired of doing the rigmarole. I'm way much work direct. And I don't think that it's okay to sit at the top and say, work for my signing service but not say, go get your own direct business. Right. Because you should. You should. I should be your backup plan, yeah. not your ultimate goal. Now, if you're in a more rural area where there's not a lot of title companies, that's okay too, and I'll be as good to you as possible. But if you're in a, a bigger city, you should have direct business. I should be your secondary partner, not your first. Yeah. And I, that's why I'm glad we're doing this tonight because truth be told, I don't want to work for a signing service. I guess what we're saying is we're all friends here, guys. Yeah. Big hug. Group hug. Group hug. No, no group hug. Nobody wants to hug. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good deal. So, great. Now, let's go ahead and talk about direct business. This is what you want to do. Now, I have 
my views and I, Ronnie, I don't think we've discussed exactly how we approach, you know, our, our uh, approach to getting direct business, how we build relationships and connections, but I'm going to give you guys my take. I'll let Ronnie give his take and then we can kind of debate and fight and duke it out, you know, uh, bare knuckles. So for me, building, for me, getting business is building a relationship with people. People love doing business with people they like and trust. If you're going into an office with the mentality that you just want something out of them, they can see that. And I know what I'm saying seems a little like, okay, yeah, that sounds fancy and nice, but how do you actually apply that? This is why we're telling you guys you need to start doing this now because this strategy takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, and it's not an instant gratification type of strategy. It's building relationships, right? So Ronnie and I were talking about, first and foremost, you need to get the right marketing material. Sure, yes, you want to build relationships, but people need to be able to remember who you are and have your contact information. I believe business cards and maybe uh, like a, a pamphlet or something that talks about your services is good enough uh, I know, Ronnie, you were talking about something else in terms of physical marketing material. You, you know, what, what were you thinking about that when we were talking about that last? I think, you know, and I, I have to prep. I'm, I'm, I talk too much. I know guys. I'm sorry. I was born that way. Um, I think every notary needs a business card and a, a great business card and a great resume. We just did a whole resume series on the notary stars. If I have a company resume. You can go to the unlimited notary website, click on the title tab and see it. Every notary needs a great resume that really showcases what you have available. Um, but I, I wanted to segue into this too. Abraham and I have very two very different marketing tactics. Absolutely, through. absolutely. And working with Abraham in the very beginning, he got on my everlasting nerve <laughs> how he needed to sell clients. But guess what? He's been ever as successful at it as I am. So. I think the dynamic between the, this discussion, when you said, let's duke it out, I yeah. thought we could have at one point <laughs> because the way you sell to clients is the same way I sell to clients, but very different. If that makes sense to everybody, meaning, and you, you talked about building relationships, right? The way Abraham builds relationships. And I can't wait for you guys to hear about this throughout the series and the way I build relationships completely different. Right. I had to trust that Abraham was doing his way right. And the ultimate goal is to build a relationship with a client. So keep, continue on, but uh, that my marketing materials are, you know, resume and business card, but the ultimate goal is that should start the relationship. Right, right. Now, here's my, my approach. Uh, Ronnie likes, you know, he, he talks about walking into escrow offices and stuff. I don't particularly like doing that to begin with, I prefer prospecting and building relationships through networking. All right. So I'm going to give you guys a tip right now. And I don't, you know, if, if you want to type it in, fine, you can do it now or at least take some notes. But I want you guys to do this when we're done. I want you to type in Google networking events near me. And particularly look for something that's related to real estate, real estate investment, real estate professionals, uh, business connections. When you do that, you're going to notice that there's a lot of people who have put events together that are free typically 
for businesses to get together once a month, every quarter to connect. And a lot of them in the real estate industry business. That's where I would start in terms of prospecting for clients. I would have my business card, a very nice business card with my picture on there, good quality. That was, I would invest good money in that. That's, that's the one thing I think is worth investing money in to begin with. And then when you start actually meeting people, a lot of people make the mistake of walking up to somebody who, okay, the second someone sees somebody who's an escrow or title office, they start salivating, right? They're like, oh my God, I, this, is, this is the one that's going to give me the business. And you guys get so excited and you go up there and it's diarrhea of the mouth. You guys are talking about you and you got talking about, oh, I'm a signing service. I, I, I do notary. Oh my God, I do notary. I'm so excited. And they don't care, right? Thank you. Huh? Oh, and, and they don't, I heard somebody talking, so... The approach to take is to start getting to know them better, right? So I have a book. I always recommend this book. I think by far in terms of business, this has been the most successful book for me. I constantly refer to it and apply its principles. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. There are like 10 different versions of it. Uh, Laura's giving me a thumbs up. She's read it. Good for you. Learn their names. I have, a, you know, Ronnie, do you have a method of remembering people's names? So, yes and no. Okay. Um, so I, I if for for people who don't know this, um, I will tell you I I and I've written books about my life. There, if you go out and really research about me, you'll find everything. I have no shame in who I used to be. I worked in some of the most popular clubs from Atlanta to LA to Florida, um, and usually managed them. Um, but when I first, when I was like. I was underage working at a bar and I asked the bartender, you know, how do you remember about everybody's name? And he said, I just call everybody a baby. And that worked great in a bar, but in a real life setting, you can't call everybody baby, right? No. <laughs> so that translated into, hey, how are you? You know, you became the excited you became, you know, <laughs> I don't remember your name at this moment, but they thought I did. And it, to them it translates, and then I could figure out who I was talking to again. Uh, so I don't have a way of, you know, remembering everybody's name, but on the other hand, when I pick up a business card, yeah. it becomes research. Okay. I learn where did they work before? How long have they been an escrow officer? Maybe there are things that I can teach them because I've been a notary for 10 years and they've only been an escrow officer for two years. That's where I really start remembering people. And, you know, um, I'm trying to see if it's here. If you guys don't believe me, I prospect all the time. This is just from this month. And this is, you know, not a problem. <laughs> Wait. This is business cards from, and I will get to know every single one of these people, whether they want me to know them or not, where they worked before, um, who they worked with, how long they've been at that company, what company they were at with before. So learning people's names and remembering them is a hard process. For me, I have my in a moment at a networking event, like, hey, I know that face, which yeah. is why we put, I can go through every single one of these uh, uh, business cards and you'll see every single one of them. I'm not going to show their information, have a photo of who the person is on the business card. So that's, that's one I want to uh, look at the people who are trying to get to hire you and, and remember what they're using to get the people to hire them uh, is the photo, but uh the remembering the names is a 
an easy and a hard process. In a pinch, I can make you think I remembered your name, but I may not. <laughs> Is that why you called me babe the first time we met? I did not call you babe. The I know first you did. Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So good. All right. So I have a method and I want to explain it to you guys. So here's the process of, of networking and prospecting properly. When you go to a networking event, find one locally in your area, find out who the director is and let them know, look, I'm trying to connect with and meet people who are in the, in the escrow office industry, real estate industry. And you want to prospect people like lenders, real estate agents, escrow officers. And you guys might think that's a waste of time, but I'll tell you one thing. My first direct client was referred to me by a lender who wanted me, who wanted to use me and, and insisted that the escrow officer use me. That was 20 years ago, I still have a relationship with that escrow officer. In fact, we just uh, we just spoke uh, like three weeks ago and we we're just talking about the, the market and stuff. So uh, you, any of those people can be potential referral sources or direct business yourself. Find a director, have them introduce you to those kinds of people. Two, when you get to know them, remember their names, okay? Ask for their name. And here's how you remember. There's two things. And part of this I've just developed on my own. That book also kind of recommends a few methods, but one is I associate somebody who's famous to that name. So for example, we have Joe Lopez here, right? I would, I would look at him. What's up, Joe? And I look at him, I say, Joe Rogan. And I, and I try to picture him because he kind of looks like him a little bit, right? So I keep thinking Joe Rogan, podcaster, and it helps me remember his name. Then I have a Google uh, Docs that I open up and I'll put networking as a title, networking real estate event. And then I'll put Joe, and in parentheses, I write a description of what Joe looked like and what he does to remind me who he is. The next time I see this, and by the way, I do this, okay. I love food and I love eating out. I love Chipotle. And let me tell you something, using this strategy, I have gotten so much free food I remember people's names who are the servers and I ask them their names and I chit chat with them and I ask them questions about their life and I write their names down. The next time I see them, Hey Joe, how you been? How's it going? I mean, you should see people's expressions. If they're having a bad day, I make them have a great day, right? Cause their name is the most beautiful word in, in the entire universe. So that's the first thing is remember people's names and then start asking questions about them. So let's just say Ronnie is an escrow officer. Oh, hey, Ronnie, you do escrow? Yeah, great. Instead of telling them I'm a notary, in fact, the whole, think of it as a game. The whole game, the whole point of the game, if you want to win this game, is find out how many questions you can get them to answer before they ask you a question. And if they don't ask you any questions, you won. I mean, that is literally how I approach conversations. And so I'll ask Ronnie, Ronnie, oh, so you, how long have you been doing that? Really, how's, how's business for you guys right now? What do, what do you like about it? What made you get into it? How did that happen? Bah, 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 bah. And then before you know it, you know everything about them. They know nothing about you. At some point, they'll ask you what you do. And then you let them know, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a notary. I'm a signing agent. Oh, really? By then, they like you. Why? Because you're genuinely interested in them. And if you call their name several times during the conversation, oh, Joe, so you've been doing this for 10 years? How does that work? No kidding. And you, you have, I'm assuming you have a family. How, how many kids do you have? Oh my gosh. You know, blah, 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 blah. and all those things you write down in, the, in, in your notes, you will be going back to Now, listen, that first encounter isn't going to really do anything. You're not going to get business. You might 
Probably not. But guess what's going to happen next month Maybe when you I just realized I don't know you at all. Oh my gosh. I, I was just rude by you to work with you. I, I just realized I don't know you at all. Like you, you just use that on me. That's exactly how we got started working together. Like, oh, do you feel bad? Do you think I was manipulating I, I, you? I just realized like my whole, my whole relationship with you has been a lie. You were just <laughs> prospecting me. Um, I really look back at our meeting and I think you were more interested in me and unlimited ink when I first hired you and kept in touch with me. I think you did this to me. And, and, you know, even though we've become friends now, I think I look back and this is the first time I'm actually hearing this out of your mouth. <laughs> I look back and I think I'm, I, I don't even know this person. I I got, I felt like you, you know, it was a, a grooming, but here's the thing. This is interesting that the way you're talking about this, because what you're talking about is a grooming. You're grooming a future client. You're getting them prepared for you to be a part of their life, getting yes. to know them and opening that door. And I can tell you it works because I'm the first candidate I think that I know of um, that you that you did. Well, I mean, you probably did it to other people, but I think I'm kind of embarrassed. Like, I feel like, wow, I should have saw that coming. But you, what you're doing in my mind is you're grooming a client. You're getting them prepared for you to be in their, in their work life or their life period. Right. Well, and I look, we're in this business to make, make money. Are we all here to make money or, 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 or is this charity? Right. We all love money. Right. And I think making money is great. Making a profit is virtuous. It's honorable. It's, it's, it's the way we trade value for value with people, but beyond the money, it's about relationships. And I've made some of the best friends in this industry by being genuinely interested in you, Ronnie, look at you and me. I mean, look at what, look at what we've achieved together, but the key is to be genuinely interested in somebody. You can't fake it. Right. Um, in my other life, I'll probably be a psychologist cause I like asking people questions. I just enjoy hearing people's stories. So although I, I, I hope you don't, Hope you didn't get your feelings hurt, but I, I genuinely was interested in you, Ronnie. And I really, in fact, I, I admired you quite a bit for what you had achieved. And I'll tell you what I admired about you the most is that you're the first person who owned a signing service company that ever took the time to reach out and call me. And you gave me an hour. You don't, I know you don't remember this, but you gave me an hour of your time and you talked to me. And during that time, I was really slow. And you said, Hey, you know what? You should get this certification and training because you started asking me questions and you should apply to work with Amrock and you can get a lot of business with them. I did exactly what you said and my business doubled. And I was like, who is this guy, right? I mean, I was impressed by the fact that you were willing to just go out of your way to help me out. So, you know, it was, it was very genuine. I don't want you to think that I was like. No, I mean, I said that in a, in, a, in a way, but I do remember you being very interested. You know, um, I would love for anybody that's here to, you know, if you have input or want to talk, you know, we got about 20 minutes left and I, I'd love to see any hands of anybody that wants to ask questions or input because we're going to have a whole series on this. Yeah. Right? We're going to go into it pretty deep. Yeah. But there's one thing that I can't wait for that this whole conversation is gravitating for that. I, I want to get out early on. Okay. And it's something that you do and you may not want me to bring this up. 
uh, because it's one of your sales tactics. But I think it's brilliant. Oh, you mean my my and, my marketing strategy, the 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 one that I one use? Of them. I just want to bring up one little facet. I I'd like to keep talking about in our industry. Everybody talks about cookies and okay, hold on. Let me just tell you something, Ronnie. I would like to keep some of that a secret. It is, it does give me a competitive edge, and I and I would like to, to some extent, keep some of that competitive edgeness. So, I mean, I don't mind you giving a general overview, but um, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'll give a general overview. All right, okay? all right. <laughs> I will not reveal everything, but Abraham does not just groom his clients in person. Sometimes at the networking events that he goes to. He has been in their inbox or in their mailbox, mailbox yeah. several times before. And it's not cookies and brownies. Cookies and brownies are for people who actually convert and give me money to buy them. Right. But Abraham, and I'm hoping I'm going to convince him to get this out of the podcast. I'm not going to say what he does. For now, we'll leave it at he has a way of sending those clients a journey with him personally without asking for business, just educating them in some ways, but in very cute ways to where when they meet him, they're like, oh my God, you're the guy? <laughs> it, it, it is this process. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to get it out of him on this, uh, you know, by the end of next year, if he keeps at the rate of growing clients the way he's been doing at Unlimited Inc., he'll be so rich that he won't care if we release that marketing secret. <laughs> it'll, it'll, but he has a way of grooming clients, and I'll bring it back to the conversation. When you care about your clients and you ask them questions and you ask them about their life and you you know, uh, ask them how do they like their job, where did they work before, you're creating a relationship that is longer term. When you go in and ask, do I have this? Do you have business for me? I get it all the time at Unlimited Inc. Here's all my resume. Here's everything. And I think, great. You didn't say hi or F you. I mean, either one. You just said, here's my resume. But when you create a relationship that's long term, you start out by asking, how's your day? How are you feeling today? You know, how's your life going? You may not get a whole elaborate answer, but there's a saying, and, and Abraham is really good at this, which is not my method. And we're going to get into that as that too. But Abraham, there's a saying by Maya Angelou that says, you know, people will forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And I think Abraham has mastered that in sales. And if you two can master that in sales as a notary for your business to make your potential clients feel wonderful, to feel good, to feel comfortable around you, for them, to, for, I have so many escrow officers, I kind of on the phone with one today. She she just said, S-H-I-T today, <laughs> you know, um, and, and we talked for 30, 40 minutes. And guess what? She just moved to another company and she's taking unlimited ink with them. It's going to be 480 files a month. And yeah. it, she's not entitled in escrow, but she still needs notary work. It's actually going to be only wrong. And it's going to be for easements on 
uh, cell towers that are going up in the northern Idaho and Washington area. She's taken me with her through two companies in 10 years. And now this will be the third. And, you know, life is stressful. She's learning a new job. But that relationship of her feeling comfortable to say, life's good, but it's also crap right now. I'm learning a new job. It's stressful. I've got to get all this set up. Creating that relationship is if you're sitting at the next, next to them and you both take the boss, you know, that you, that you can both be that, you know, that feeling you you are creating a long-term relationship not just for where they work today but where they work tomorrow yeah and abraham has a an a, a, you know we'll get him out of it guys <laughs> give me a couple of episodes i'm gonna get it out of it ronnie thank you for saying that and and i'll finish with this and and then we'll get into questions so we'll finish on a principle we you know we, we, i think we've had it you know this is a, this is good this is really really good at the end of the day People, look, people are people. I mean, every one of us here, you guys are all here. You're taking your precious time. The most valuable thing for me is your attention. You guys have families, you guys have kids, and yet you're here listening to me. You, you realize how, how special that makes me feel and how honored I am? And and that's that means a lot to me, right? So the fact that you guys, uh, 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 you guys have lives and you guys have issues and problems like we all do. And, and I, I'm very sympathetic to that stuff. So having been very empathetic with the people that you're working with is, is huge, but when it comes to marketing and yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to reserve, you know, my method until, until Ronnie says I'm rich enough. Okay. But the key to marketing is to be different. Okay. It's to stand out. When you talk to escrow title officers, do you realize how many notaries walk into their office every day? It's almost a joke. I'm, I'm being dead serious. And it's it's the same thing. Oh, hi, I'm a not local notary signer. Here's my business card. But that happens multiple times a week. After a while, if you do that, you'll become a blur. There's nothing special about you. You're just like everybody else. The key is to ask yourself, how can I be different? Right? We live in a world of social media right now where everything is uh, Instagram and everything is... LinkedIn, and we're sending direct messages to people, and we're trying to send emails. But who in the world is still sending direct marketing mail? Like, like physically something in the mail. Any of you do that? You know, by show of hands? I do, right? Okay, Brenda does. So that's being different, right? That's standing out because nobody else is doing it. And so once you start thinking like that, and by the way, mine's one method of many method, and I bet you, you guys can come up with stuff that I had no idea would work and stuff. So even if you don't know my method, you can apply this principle to something that might work for you and just get creative, right? And at the end of the day, it's not about selling, it's about educating. So if you can add value to people's lives, if you start off with the mentality of how can I add value to this escrow officer's life? How can I, you, you'll figure something out, right? How, how you give them some tips, some I don't know. You know, I, I have what I have what I have with, with in relationship to the signing company. But you personally, how can you communicate that? So we'll leave it with that. And then well, I guess now would be a good time to open it up for questions. Ronnie, what do you think? One little thing I, I, I just want to throw this in. I found this out accidentally. Okay. Uh, when it comes to direct business, um, and I've used this at Notary Stars, but it, it fits so perfectly here as well. Some of you guys know that one of my largest clients is Open Door. It's a huge 
big company. Yeah, it's a big deal. And the way I got that job was, you know, I walked in with my mobile printer, my mobile scanner, I interviewed all those things. But the woman who made this decision at the time, I just happened to be wearing an open door blue tie that matched their company colors. It was a complete accident and a shirt that went along with it. And she goes, you look like open door. When you walk through this door, you look like my <laughs> client. She was the escrow officer. At the time they were at Fidelity, open door used Fidelity. Now they have their own title company, which is OS national. But at the time that woman who went with them, she moved from Fidelity to OS national. She goes, you look like open door. Like you look like my client. And when you go in direct, I just want to give you that piece of advice. I have now, when I went into all the pioneers, if anybody that ever seen me at a pioneer office, you will see that I wear their burgundy colored tie. And I look like pioneer when I walk in. When I go to any client meeting, I have researched and I look like I'm going to be the representative for their company. I look like I'm going to be that person. And it's it, that was an accidental thing that I learned six or seven years ago. But when I'm prospecting and I'm walking in and I'm getting those business cards, I look like the person that's going to represent their company. Right. So I just thought I'd throw that in because it was a complete accident, but it is a, definitely a part of my marketing internal processes now. Like when I go to a meeting, if I go to a large conference with all <clears> of them, um, I dress the part of the largest client who can have the most money, <laughs> just being honest. Um, I do my prospecting to see who's the busiest, and then I'm going to look like the one that I want to hire me. Um, that's Absolutely. just how I operate. Absolutely. And, and in psychology, that's called the law of similarity, which says that the more similar you are to somebody, the more they will like you. It's why people like doing business with people who are like them. And then, and by the way, there are strategies for that. If someone talks really fast, guess what? You talk really fast too, so you sound just like them. And if they talk really slow, you mellow down. You talk the way, I mean, that's just one of many ways where you become similar to what, you know, to them. And this is the principle that I think Ronnie's talking about. So yeah, that's, that's great that you pointed that out. And I just want to say one last thing before we open it to questions. Just know I'm not against walking in for direct business. That's not what I'm saying. And I, I, I want to make sure I'm clear because what I might've said earlier could have been misinterpreted. I'm just saying, don't go in walking for direct business the way every other notary does it. Ronnie did say a little bit of the way I market. By the time I walk in to an office or give them a call on the phone, they already know who I am. And there's a reason for that because I have done stuff prior to all that so that when I come in, it's a special event. It's different. And I, and I, I can, I can, I can, I, I'll, in later shows, we'll, we'll kind of get into some of that and how, you know, we, you can kind of use that principle, but already I can, I can already hope that you guys can see some ways you know, I'll give you an example now. Postcards, right? Send postcards with some kind of message that they might find interesting or appealing. By the time they hear from you and see you, they'll recognize your face from the postcard. I mean, that's just one way where you could get creative. I've never done that, but it's just just the top the top of my head. It's just something that came up as an idea. So anyway, uh, there's, there's more to talk about. That's why we're doing a series for a year. So I hope you guys stay tuned. Uh, for that. But uh, Laura, I guess Laura has a question. How do we, I've never done this, Ronnie. So how do we answer the uh, get people to talk and stuff? As, as people raise their hand, I will uh, uh, send them the request to unmute and then they can ask the question. 
Excellent. Okay. So uh, we have Laura Hinton from Arizona. Hello, Laura. How are you? Hi. How's everything going? Oh, we're super duper fantastic. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks. So I had two things to say. I, one, I just wanted to make sure I didn't forget. One of the first things that I learned a long time ago was you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Right. So when you do go out to meet people, you got to kind of be in a mindset of how you're going to present yourself in the first place, not only physically, but in mentally, like what you're wearing might be important. And you might know that some people dress down a little bit in their offices. So you don't want to go in there dressed up too much either. Absolutely. Um, so other places, you know, they might actually dress up. Like Ronnie said, he went in there wearing a suit and tie or whatever. So he blended in with them. So that might work, you know, if that's the way a particular company is, you may want to go in looking a little bit more uh, styled up for meeting people in that situation. So that was something that for my entire life I can remember is you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So I wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Um, and then my question to you is, what would you think about email marketing? In what context? Like, how would you use email? Or, or how would you think about using it? A way to introduce yourself. And like a lot of places, instead of sending mail through the snail mail yep you're sending mail through the email to introduce yourself to people and say hey you know i've heard a lot about your company and i'm very interested in uh learning more and i think you know you might like to maybe partner with me to do some of your closings or something and i'm just putting those words out there off the top of my head right now sure but, you know, put my picture in there and then uh, maybe my business card at the at the bottom or something of that nature. Yeah. But yeah. I would put some wording in there, you know, a little bit more elaborate than what I did. But what I just said, but what do you what would you think about something of that nature to contact people? Ronnie, you want to you want to give it a go, Ronnie? Go ahead, Ronnie. Yeah, I'm fine to chime on this one. You said everything right, except for one thing. You said, maybe you want to partner with me. The conversation, if you do this, is going to be, I want to partner with you. Right. Because they're the hiring party. I want to partner with you. I want to learn about your business. I want to help you grow your business. If you stick to that, I have added notaries to the Unlimited Ink list because they sent the right email. When you send an email, it has to be well thought out. And I can tell the notaries who do have it well thought out. One of my favorite that I've ever received was from Anthony McKee out of Long Beach, California. He sent me a video message. It was 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. I shared it in my marketing class, a video message on a holiday, just saying, hey, you know, this is Anthony McKee. I'm outside my mobile vehicle here in Long Beach, California. Want to let wish you a happy and safe holiday. And if you have closings during the holiday, you know, I serviced the entire Long Beach area. It was the most perfect 30 seconds of my life. And I went straight to the signing order and made him a favorite. 
I thought this guy has let me know where he is. I do have closings in that area. He said, I want you to have a happy holiday. And if you need anything from me, I'm here and I'd love to help you make your signing service. He actually used signing service because he was applying for a signing service, but he did set a title. It was the best 30 to 60 seconds I spent watching that video because he was more concerned about us and our good time and the holiday. He used the perfect timing. So as long as you make that Elon marketing where you let them know where you are, what service area, everything captured in a small moment because people don't have a long time to read an email. Right. I love you guys. From from those of you from Nobody Starts Here Tonight, I love you guys, but I don't read every word you write. Sometimes I read everything I need to know to pick up the phone and start going. Um, title companies and, and things like that, our attorneys may not have a lot of time. So if you're using an email marketing, you want to keep it so impactful, but very short. And as long as you're using that terminology of how can I help you, you know, how that was the only thing that I heard that I would change is the, the mentality of maybe we can partner. It's not a we, it's not, can you partner with me? It's how can I partner with you? Okay. How can I become your partner? And that's going to change the conversation. Okay. Yeah, and I think if you if you listen to the one email that he remembers, right, that stood out, it wasn't about him asking for business. It was the guy wishing him a, a happy holiday and hoping he's doing well for the holidays. And if, you know, it gets busy during the holidays, just know I will be available in case you need me. It was all about Ronnie, 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 him, 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 putting him as the spotlight, right? Being genuinely I'll interested. I'll never forget in it. Yeah. I mean, it was the cutest email ever Um yeah, I, I think it was a St. Patrick's Day, and I think he sent others, but that first one, I'll never forget it. He was just standing in front of his mobile vehicle in a good spot in Long Beach, California, that resonated and just said, you know, it, it was wishing a happy holiday to be careful, and then he slipped in, like, just slipped in. It wasn't... It wasn't invasive. It wasn't like, can you hire me? Right. I didn't feel like I needed to interview this person. I just felt very... Like I was like, oh, this guy's so awesome. Like, look at him. And it had like a little border around the video. And it was just perfection. Yeah. And, perfection. If, and if you recall the principle of, of networking, uh, it, 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 if you make it all about yourself, which is, and, and I know this is, that's why you're asking the question when in that email, then it's, it's just like everybody else, right? Everybody's sending out those emails and the idea is to stand out. So when you make it about them, like in this example, it stands out, it's different. And it's a video email, even better, right? It really makes a difference. And if you make it funny and cute, you're now you're stepping up your game. In terms of marketing, uh, email marketing, it's not my preferred choice of marketing upfront. That could be a strategy that's applied later on. And I, for sure, two reasons why I don't like that. One, because everybody does it. Everybody sends somebody an email. Two, escrow and title officers are super busy and they just fly through their emails. And three, you can potentially get blocked really quick as, as spam or, and then once that happens, you're done. The communication is over. So you got to be very careful when you're trying to use email as a way of trying to reach escrow officers. At least that's my way of thinking. But if you get creative, if you can make it about them, I think it can work. So. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100,000%, Abraham. And I just to throw this out there, you know, I own Unlimited Inc. I have Notary Stars. I have an advertising agency. And now I'm starting a candle business. I have tons of emails flying around. And 
I wake up every morning and it is how fast can I get this down to 30 emails or less? Yeah. How fast can I get this out? And it, some people get blocked. And when notaries, and again, this is about direct business, but you know, consider me a title company in some way. Like I'm someone that you would want business from. I can be in that mentality. When a notary writes me and sends me this blind information that is not geared toward unlimited ink and it's just a resume and it's just I don't even have their phone number or their service area in the in the email. And it's just like, add me to your list. I think, whatever, I'm going to go block you because you're so dumb. I mean, it just, it's so not cool. And, it, you know, maybe somebody needs to say that out loud for a change because that's what title and escrow officers are thinking. They're thinking, how dare you, like, invade my inbox, which is so busy because from the time they get off work i'm still checking emails up till 9 30 and i have a lot when i wake up when from the time they get off work at five o'clock there's so many emails that come in that by eight o'clock if you send it at the wrong time and and you are just in a nuisance so changing to where it's a highlight in their day they were glad they got the email yeah. that you were all about them Big deal there. Big, big deal. Um, Abraham, we have another question, and we, you know, we're about to go over time, so I really, really want to get in Heather. Heather, Heather Long, question. yeah. Heather Long from Florida. I was just out there. And she, she is up late over on the uh, I, I was out in Miami like three months ago. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. I can't hear you, Heather. I'm sorry, babe. You got there you go. And that's my home. My yeah. He is my home. Calle Ocho, Cubanos, Dancing Salsa. It was great. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine, Heather. What's your question? Oh. Oh, I can hear you, Heather. Can you hear me okay? So I was wanting to know what platforms would you suggest for... Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. We can go ahead. Oh. We can hear you. Go ahead. Yes. What platforms do we suggest? I wonder what, what that was going with. You want to try again, Heather? Or does anybody else have a question that we can take in the meantime? You're muted, Heather. Un unmute. This is fun, Ronnie. You're muted too, Ronnie. Everyone's muted. Am I muted? Sorry. If you want to put okay. I couldn't unmute before. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, Heather, you are you there? I think we have a connectivity issue, Heather. If yeah. you want to put your question in the chat, I'll be looking for it. Um, if you want to put it there so that we can get it there it seems like you have a little bit of connectivity issue yeah okay good uh all right so we'll wait for that question potentially does anybody else have any other questions that we can address or help answer or any suggestions for anything they might want to hear moving forward um it looks like anisa says her question is in the chat let me see if there's oh, a way to look. through it i i'll check that out and then you keep an eye on raised hands okay and ba, ba, ba. how do we do oh, uh, here we go, go what ahead. platforms would you suggest for direct uh mail marketing i'm not sure what that means uh direct mail marketing and in, in terms of what i do like snail mail or just physical mail is that is that what you're referring I think to that's, i think that's uh what platform would you what do you would you suggest like how do you send out your letters ah yes okay direct mail? i mean i i, I use the post office right uh, in terms of 
direct mail. But I also do use a service um, called Send Out Cards for thank you cards, and I send brownies and uh, like happy birthday cards and stuff, holiday cards. So I use them. They're really good. And they the reason I like them is because you can add your own signature. You can add your own handwriting. So it's like it's a handwritten letter by you and signed by you, but it's it's typed out. So um, I think you can send out a few. I, I think I have an affiliate uh, link for that. It's sendoutcards.com forward slash uh, exclusive offer. And I think you're able to send out like two free cards if you wanted to try it out. But uh, those would be the two. And then, and, and so this brings up a good point. And, and part of it is marketing up front, but the other part is following up with people, right? And, and maintaining that relationship. Even when you get business from them, you want to be able to find a way of staying in touch with them, right? The key of marketing is not to, bur- not to force people to give you business, but to stay in their line of sight until they need someone that offers what you have to offer and you become the first person they think of. And that can take a year, that can take three months, it can take two years before a client decides to work with you. But if you are creative and can stay in touch with them in a way that's not overbearing or uncomfortable, you're the first person they're going to think of when they need what you need. And I think that's kind of the the, the, the mindset shift that I would like you guys to start thinking about when it comes to, to marketing. So I hope that answers your question. And then, Abraham, I, I, I think uh, we, we got to wrap it up sure. for, for this, but I want to point out to people, we planned out a whole year's worth of topics. Yes. And we really got about four months for you guys to, to really get planned. This To attend and ask questions and be a part of this is absolutely free to you know, be a part of the Q&A part. Um, I hope you guys will come back because... Now is the time to start planting your seeds because it's going to happen and it's going to happen faster than you think. Yeah. January is going to be a little slow. So I'm prefacing that to, to say that, but February, March is going to pick up. It'll get a little bit slow in April, then in April, May, June. Between June and the end of the year, you have no idea how fast that's going to go. It feels like just yesterday, Abraham and I were, doing the podcast don't give up we'll make it through and that's been a year and a half you know since we started that journey uh, or a little over a year it's going to go very fast and now's the time because so many people gave up on being a notary and they're out of your way a lot of the competition that you have is gone yeah they're already gone those numbers of how many people came in for the covid boom are gone and there are still people out there, you know, selling, bringing people into notary industry, and then people don't make it. You guys are under a good circle being here because we we do this every day. Abraham's full job at Unlimited Ink Notary is to sell. Right. I've, I've stopped doing loan signings. Yeah, that's all I do now. Yeah. Yeah, that, like that, that's his only thing. And I want you guys to, to know you want direct clients you you need them and it, it and everybody's going to have their own unique spin but this conversation is to inspire you to get started because so many notaries want it but they never make that first step toward walking in an office or sending that letter or writing that email or picking up the phone or asking someone to lunch cookies 
our, I stopped buying cookies a long time ago when I walked in and, a, and an escrow officer, he told me, he said, please stop bringing me cookies. I feel guilty. If I add up all the cookies you bought at me, you've spent over a hundred dollars and I'm not going to hire you. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. If you buy real expensive gifts, particularly like big baskets, it feels like you're bribing them and it's yeah. uncomfortable. If you're going to give a gift or if you're going to give something, make it so small and insignificant, something that maybe costs you a dollar or two, where it doesn't feel that way because then they feel obligated. You know, the law of reciprocity sort of makes people feel obligated to reciprocate. If you put people in a position like that when they're not ready to give you business, it's very uncomfortable. It will backfire on you. Um, and... You know, and Abraham, you know, you said you got to be different. I, I can, I, maybe we can do this for a show, but I, I am a president of the Arizona escrow association um, that I talk to all the time. And she's also an escrow officer and president of her company. And she said, I can't tell you how many times a day notaries walk in. She goes, we tell them we have a signing service, which is us. Yeah. <clears throat> she goes, I've got more cookies and bagels at the end of the week than we know what to do with. And they're all, and she goes, I don't know what to tell them because we're not, we're not ready to hire them and we're not going to do, you know, business with them. We're going to tell them that they need to go get under unlimited inks umbrella. But there are escrow officers who only want two notaries. I used to work for one. Right. The one that retired that I told you guys about earlier. Some of them only want two notaries to work with. They're, you know, I don't want to call them control freaks because that sounds so bad, but. I'm a control freak, so it's not a bad thing to me. But some people just want a handful of notaries in their local area. And if they need to use a signing service, they're going to use a signing service like Unlimited Ink. They don't want to work with anybody who picks up the file. They want to work with those three people that they know. So there's a ton of business out there. But the key is getting started, getting in that right mind. And I, I just want to say this, and then I'll shut up and digress for the rest of the evening. You really deserve direct business when you train and you work hard and you care as much as I know the Notary Star community does. Um, and even those that, you know, just come around for what I call homecoming, I know that you put in your hours to train and, you know, I, I see some amazing people on here tonight um, that I know really care about the notary industry and their business. You deserve to have the full file fee. And now is the time. It sucked the last year. Just there's no else, just no way else to say it. It's last year. If you're still here, props to you. But Absolutely. Now, it's time, now it's time to start planting those seeds. It is, mark our words, because as soon as it picks back up, if you don't plant your seeds, guess what? Those make six-figure notaries are going to start coming back, and they're going to start walking in. So now's the time for you to start beat them to the punchline. Get your name in the hat first, because we've only got about four months for it, and it's going to take off. And let me tell you something. I, God, I, I'm going to end it on a very positive note. I'm really excited for you guys. I mean, look, you guys are here, right? I'm looking at I'm looking at RJ Taylor. I'm looking at Angela Parks. I'm looking at David from Florida. 
you guys, I mean, I, I see myself in you guys, right? Because I was what you are and I am what you guys are. We're in the same industry, in the same boat. I talk about how lonely this business could be and I'm super excited. You guys are here. You guys are listening. Whether you do any of this stuff or not, it's going to be busy and you're going to have a lot of work. And that's just a matter of the quality of work and the quantity of work and the kind of paying work you want to get, right? If you want to get higher paying work, then you'll do the stuff that we're talking about. But at the end of the day, you guys, if everything goes as we predict, it might happen and it might not, right? But we, we can't predict the future, but it seems like rates are going to go down. It's going to increase your business. You guys are going to be super busy and you're going to be at the beginning stages of it. After a while, all the other notaries who took off are going to realize, oh my gosh, it's getting busy again. They're going to start soaring back in. You guys are already here. You guys, you guys are at the, at the starting line. And so take comfort in knowing that it's going to get busy no matter what. And it's going to be a very, very fun ride for the next few years if everything goes as we planned. So I'm proud of you guys for being here. I'm very excited. I hope you guys tune in for the next episode. And until next time, be well, take care. And stay productive, guys. Thanks now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.